Well, I'm always, I feel like I'm always drawn to the very, I know there's ones that have a little more chocolate in them, things of those coffee mm -hmm. notes, but mm -hmm. stuff like this is usually where, you know, my heart sits. This is delicious. And did, well, you're not going to tell me what this is. The Fred Minnick Show is brought to you by 291 Colorado Whiskey and by Michter's American Whiskeys. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Fred Minnick Show. It is so good to be back. We're in the middle of March Madness. I've got a lot of stuff to talk about here. You know, you would have heard it drop on the podcast. Um, I put it through the audio feed, but it was also on YouTube. And that was the, the ranking of the top 25 bourbons as as uh viewed by the as viewed by the public and i'm going to be doing my top 10 i'm taking those top 10 and i am basically going to blind taste them i'm going to blind taste them to pick my to pick my number 1 and if you missed it or you just need a, a recap this was voted on by the public more than 5000 people voted and here were the top 10 uh, by the public. And number one, Russell's Reserve 10-year-old. Number two, Wild Turkey 101. Number three, Buffalo Trace. Number four, Knob Creek 9-year-old. Number five, Elijah Craig Small Batch. Number six, Four Roses Small Batch. Number seven, Old Granddad 114. Number eight, Old Forester 100. Number nine, Evan Williams Bottled and Bond. And at number 10, Maker's Mark Cash Strength. These were voted on by the public. I put together a list of more than 60, and I released the top 25 last week. This uh, this Friday, uh, March 18th at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, I'm going to be live streaming my blind tasting of those top 10 I just read you for a you know to choose my favorite from from the public. So you've got your People's Choice, which was number one, Russell's Reserve 10 year old. Uh, and then we'll find out what's going to be what's going to be my pick, and you know my rankings could be very very different than say the public. You, you never know. Also, coming up, I've got a dinner in Nashville, Tennessee, on uh, March twenty second. It's uh, all these bourbon picks I've been doing. I've been doing a lot of bourbon picks for uh, for Bourbon Steakhouse there in Nashville, and we are going to be pairing those bourbons, such as the George Dickel fifteen year old. And the Old Forester cash strength to their steaks. I can't wait to do this. I'm a big, big fan of uh, of steak. And of course, I wrote a steak book. It was one of my very first books I ever did. Came out, you know, more than a decade ago for Certified Angus Beef. And I'm going to kind of pair those two passions together. So very exciting for me. So if you don't have tickets yet, uh, just go to uh, Bourbon Steak and Nashville's website or their Instagram or Facebook. However you do it. And then, of course, uh, coming up in Wisconsin on April 16th in Wisconsin, I have a, a gig part of uh, my Blind Bourbon series where I taste uh, bourbon blind with you, and we rank those, and I give you a blindfold, and you learn uh, all about sensory training in person. What you do with your blindfold, you know, whatever you do with your blindfold, uh, that's up to you. You know, that's that's for you to uh, uh, to decide you know, later on in life. But uh, that is April 16th, and that's at the Epic Event Center in Green Bay, Wisconsin. It's going to be an incredible time. We're probably going to um, 
you know, it's April 16th, so the next day is, is, is Easter. I have a feeling that this is going to be a very informal kind of hang afterward. So once the show's over, we're probably just going to be hanging out in the bar and, and, and drinking because uh, I have a lot of friends from Wisconsin, and they're not going to let me leave without at least uh, – Till I'm till I'm there in about three in the morning. So, if you wanna if you wanna see me where I am, kind of just myself around some old buddies, this is your best chance because my old buddies from Wisconsin, uh, I went to Iraq with all of them, and so um, you might see a different side of me that I haven't shown in a long time. Hopefully, I don't end up in jail. So, hopefully, there's someone there to chaperone me. So that is uh, April sixteenth. In Green Bay, Wisconsin, uh, you can learn more about that. Uh, go to the Epic Event Center website in Green Bay, Wisconsin, or go to fredminnick.com. Uh, now, this week's guest is country music singer-songwriter Matt Koziel. Now, I will tell you, um, I get pitched uh, artists all the time. So people, for the, to get on this show, the publicists or their managers or agents will say, Hey, I got this new artist I want you to listen to. And very rarely do I take on for this show someone uh, who's new that doesn't have like a record out or, you know, not playing on the radio or something like that. Uh, I, I'd listen, to, but I will always listen to them. And it has nothing to do with, it has to do with the amount of requests I get and the amount of like time that I have. This episode, this, this podcast only comes out once a week. And I, I listened to one song from Matt and I was hooked. I mean, I was hooked in a way that I can remember listening to uh, Garth Brooks for the first time when I was a kid, and I was just like hooked then. And now I'm not making any comparisons whatsoever to the music. I'm just saying that same kind of like draw into the st- to his music, Matt Matt's voice, uh, Matt's music, the way he writes uh, is just just beautiful. And we we formed a friendship, and I actually opened for him. When he was debuting his uh, album in front of a bunch of agents and and managers, so this is an unsigned uh, country music artist that I believe will be, you know, the next Chris Stapleton, uh, that level of, um, of of singer songwriter in the country music space. That's how much I believe in Matt, and I was very honored to have uh, to have opened for him with a with a tasting. And um, I can't wait for you to listen to his music. I would really like for you to, like, if you can, if you can break from this podcast just for a second, especially if you're a country music fan, just head on over, head on over to the, uh, head on over to uh, iTunes or Spotify or however you listen to your music and listen to Matt Koziel's, um listen to his, uh, his, his latest music because it is awesome. And you you spell that of course M A T T, and then uh, Koziol is K O Z I O L K O Z I O L Koziol. So go take a listen to him and enjoy this week's episode with someone I think is a future star in country music. Cheers. People want a great whiskey that isn't like every other whiskey. So nestled in the shadow of Pikes Peak, 291 Colorado whiskey is distilled from grain to barrel to bottle. Exceptional Western whiskey, unlike any other, passion permeates every sip. 
Utilizing grains from the Colorado Plains, water collected from Pikes Peak Reservoirs, and finished with Aspen Staves, 291 Colorado Whiskey is an award-winning single-barrel and small-batch whiskey. Hard-made the Colorado way. Our recipe, our stills, independent and always rugged, refined, and rebellious. 291 Colorado Whiskey is proud of its humble roots and excited as we expand to new frontiers. Get your taste of Colorado at 291coloradowhiskey.com. Online orders available or find a bottle near you. Ride it like you stole it. Drink it like you own it. Live fast. Drink responsibly. This is about something that lights your fire when nothing else will. This is the Mark Divine Show. This show, we're going to discover and dive in and discuss what makes the world's most inspirational, compassionate, and resilient leaders so courageous. Transform the nature and functioning of our own brain for the better. Go put your virtues in action. Be the best version of yourself. Life is a practice. Day by day, and get wiser and stronger and grow. How do you understand enough about your own mind and psychology and emotions and how you develop a reflective awareness practice to actually get in the driver's seat of your own mind? We go in-depth with people from all walks of life. Martial arts grandmasters, meditative monks, CEOs, military leaders, stoic philosophers, proud survivors, and more. Every episode turns our guest experience into actionable insights that you can learn from and lead a life filled with compassion and courage. I started putting all these little tools in my pocket, started to reflect a lot and meditate. There has to be a balance between movement and rest. It all starts with us. We cultivate these qualities in ourselves. We become a beacon of light for others in the world. Please join us on the journey. The Mark Divine Show. hoo At Michter's Distillery, our passion is making the finest bourbon, rye, and American whiskey possible. When you only produce very small batch and single barrel whiskey as we do, each and every barrel has to be perfect. No detail is too small for our production team. From careful attention to the 18-month or more air-dried wood used in the construction of our barrels, to entering our distillate into the barrel at the costlier or lower barrel entry proof of 103 so that it's smoother, to heat cycling our barrel houses, to our signature filtration protocol, we spare no expense in pursuing our goal of making the greatest American whiskey. And no Michter's gets bottled until our master distiller, Dan McKee, and our master of maturation, Andrea Wilson, say it's just right. Michter's Fort Nelson Distillery in downtown Louisville, Kentucky, is open for tours and tastings. Book your visit on our website and stop by the bar at Fort Nelson for a world-class cocktail. For more information, follow us on social media at Michter's Whiskey, go to michters.com, or visit your favorite bartender. Michter's Distillery. It's all about the whiskey. And joining the Fred Minnick Show, Matt Cozio. How you doing, man? I'm good, man. How are you? All right. First of all, uh, I was practicing your name. Did I butcher uh, it there, or did I get it right? Did, did, no, did... that was that was perfect. Yes, that was perfect. It's, it's it. way better than most get it. You should see the mail I get. Well, granted, That's I did a... ask you 30 times before we press record. <laughs> am I getting it right? But you're gentleman didn't mention that so. well no no i wasn't going to try to but i'm glad you did <laughs> well hey man it's good to it's good to connect with you um the the first thing i noticed about your your app i listen to apple apple music a lot of people are mm. spotify i'm an apple music guy first thing i noticed yeah. is like you're smoking a stogie 
in your in your oh, like yeah. in your like profile pic. And I was like, this is a guy I want to hang out with. <laughs> you know? Yeah, it's uh, it wasn't my mother's favorite photo, but you know, it's one that I I think uh, represents me a little better than it than it should. Well, you know, Mama's always. Would my mom like me to be doing something else other than drinking bourbon for a living? I'm sure she would, yeah. but but you know we're gonna we're we're, <laughs> we're gonna vice. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's you just you uh, yeah. At one point, it's either what they don't know won't hurt them, or you know what they do know it doesn't matter because I'm gonna do it anyway. You know. I mean, yeah. So hopefully, <laughs> your mom doesn't listen to this, and I, and then I'm on her shit list later. You know, so. She uh, will. She will absolutely watch this and go. Why did you talk about me for the first three minutes? I'm gonna go, <laughs> it's it's kind of hard not to, you know. It's like, well, is that that asshole in the ass god? was the he was leading the conversation, but uh, I did want to say I love that you wear the ascot. I think it's such a uh, it's a smooth. It, I call you smooth operator. I think that's such a good move. Well, and it's Matt, not one I see, and no one sees it often enough. Matt, if you would like to join the five people in the entire world that wear ascots, <laughs> we would we would welcome you. We would Thank welcome you. you with open arms. But the fact I, is, nobody wears these damn things. And I, yeah, and I, you yeah. know what? I think it, it'll make its way back. I think, like every good every good fashion sense, it it has a return. Uh, I don't know. You know, I, I don't know. I'm not. I'm not going to hold my breath on that. So I, I even. <laughs> So I do these festivals and I do events and mm. like people who are there specifically for me doing bourbon yeah. for my books. We did mm. a whole line of ascots. I sold like two of them after touching like 35,000 people, you know? Wow. So I don't, I don't see it. I don't see ascots picking up anytime soon, but you know, this, you know it's, we call you the few and the proud. That's my yeah. uh, golly. Uh, <laughs> But listen, you know, today's about you. I'm excited to have you on the show. Um Man, I'm excited to be here. So you're you're a bourbon fan. How long have you been a bourbon drinker? Oh, a while. Um I got really introduced. I I'd always liked whiskey, I'd like bourbon, and I never really dug into the world heavily until when I moved into town, I had mm-hmm. two good friends, a friend Jared Ison and a buddy John Wolford. They're both from eastern Kentucky. Mm-hmm. And uh, once once they took me under their wing, I started understanding what I'm talking about a little mm-hmm. more than, you know, most. And um, I really just started to, you know, one of them lives up in Bardstown uh, and we would go up and we would do the distilleries and we'd sit and drink, just try a bunch and, um, you know, kind of find our own palate and some things he loves and some things I hate. And uh, but we all share, you know, some common loves of certain bourbon, certain whiskeys and. So it's been, you know, probably the last six or seven years I've really dug in. Okay. Well, yeah. T- today uh, I'm going to we're, we're going to take you to that next level. You know, I'm going to I love it. I'm going to teach you how to taste like a pro. I'm ready um, for it. And uh, and then you are going to be an actual critic with me. I love and this. We're going to uh, we have a, a blind flight A, B, and C yes. real. Mm-hmm. I make it A, B, and C real simple because I, I'll screw it up if you do numbers. I'll say, like, <laughs> number three is one. I'm like, wait, no, one got three. No. You know, yeah. So there's a reason why they're alphabetical because in the past well, who's I on have, first? I've, I've screwed it up in the past. So 
uh, I, I'm not the best with uh, with numbers. Uh, well, <laughs> I've even I've, I've watched uh, enough. I've I've also prepped myself with water. Okay, glass. I came prepared, man. So I was gonna say I didn't see water in your in your thing, but you had it hidden off camera. Oh yeah, oh so, yeah. I mean, you got this. You got this set up like like you. I mean, you got them staggered. Like I, I'm I'm here to play. This let's, is it. Uh, this is that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> Well, let's start. Let's start here. Now you've got um, you've got uh, uh, some mixers there, so mm-hmm. let's go ahead and start with that. We're going to do. This is going to be the training. All right. So this so is your. Tra- this you is want your me to tra- open up this bottle? Yeah. Go ahead and open it up. Pour yourself a nice ounce or two, and yeah. you know this is going to be where uh, where we kind of start our training. And as you're doing that, like yeah. uh, you know, you've got. You've got uh, some 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 singles that have dropped. Love you, loving you, love me. I love that title. And, oh, uh, thank you. And, and slow burn. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I've I when they when Olivia and the Shorefire team approached me about you, they sent me the uh, non-public link to the to the music. Yeah, and I I listened to five seconds of it. I was like, book him immediately. While I, while, oh, while I still cool. can, you know. <laughs> I love that. Thank you. Yeah, man, and uh, same here. When they mentioned your name, you know, I'd heard your name through the through the bourbon community, and and when they said, "Hey, we're going to try to get you guys to hang out together and do a podcast," I said, "You don't have to ask me nearly once. <laughs> I'm well, fully fully ready and fully prepared." It, w- so it, what's funny is, you know, folks won't. This will come out uh, next week, but we're actually mm-hmm. hanging out um, uh, tomorrow or Wednesday or sometime Wednesday. this week. Sometime yeah. this week, yeah, I know yeah. That. But we're going to be um, hanging out in person, and uh, yeah, I'm excited for that. I mean, so, I mean, your liver may end up hating me before before the end. My of liver's week. hated me for the last three months, so it's <laughs> quite all right. Uh, and it's funny, I came into the new year going like, okay, you need to slow down because obviously through uh, quarantine and stuff like that, the only place uh, mm-hmm. that I loved considered a uh, like a necessary business was the liquor store up by my house. Yeah. And they were like, hey, we're considered, you know, uh, like first need store. And I was like, well, this is great. I'll see you guys all the time. Um, so I I kind of told myself post Christmas, I said, all right, man, take it slow. You know, I'm going through good bottles of stuff that I really enjoyed a little too quick. And I'm like, all right, you can take your time. And then yeah. uh, I was really good up until about maybe three weeks ago. And I said, shit to the wind. Here we go. We're just going to. And we're well, back at it. As long as you're not waking up in trash cans, <laughs> you're probably all right, Matt. So. No, been there, won't do it twice. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> say I haven't been there. You know, I mean, well, been yeah. there. Um, yeah. So you've got a you've got a new album coming out, uh, Wild Horse. Yeah. You know, I'm really mm-hmm. excited to you know to hear that in, in its entirety. Uh, mm-hmm. Before we before we jump into the tasting, go ahead and tell us a little bit about that. Uh, well, Wild Horse is a record. It's a collection of tunes that have been, I mean, some of them are 10 years old. Some of them are, hmm. you know, of the of the last year written over Zoom. And uh, I recorded it with a good buddy of mine, Matt Odemark. He's, uh, he's a part of a band called Jars of Clay. And uh, I've known him for years since I moved into town. And we did this record kind of as a labor of love. And um, it was just one that we sat with probably... 20 25 songs and said let's record a bunch see what we like put them together 
And um, and we did it and we finished it and just kind of sat for a minute until the good folks at uh, Red Creative Group got a hold of it from my publisher, uh, uh, Prescription Songs. And, um, you know, they heard it, loved it. And they said, we want to help you put it out. And I said, well, I'm here for it. So I'm I'm it's a project I'm pretty proud of. Um, and it's, you know, it's a little surreal that it's getting out into the world now. So when when is it? Has it it hasn't dropped yet, right? No, no. The whole record, I think, is May twentieth. I think sometime in May. Okay. Um, we have we have songs out now. There's a song called "Work All Day" that came out in uh, November of 2021. Uh, Slow burn. Um, I believe by the time this is out, Lo- uh, not loving you, loving me. Um, song called "House to Build a Home" will be out, and um, and yeah, I mean it's it's ten songs. It's all stuff that kind of it's it's ten songs, and honestly, probably like the last ten years of my life. That's awesome. Of, of really putting together because I had kind of not wanted to be an artist for a while. I just wanted to write music, and and um, you know, the fine folks here have convinced me otherwise. Yeah, that so, whole that whole artist stuff, you know, takes a lot of. Uh, it's a lot of energy. Yeah, and a lot more of this than mm-hmm. I think I was prepped for. So, right. <laughs> You know? Well, if there the, the silver lining of that is, you know, you know, you've been patient, you're here, um, yeah. and this this show has a really good track record of success. Yeah. People have been on my show, got in the NFL Hall of Fame afterward, won Grammys. <laughs> so, I mean, I don't want to say this show is good luck, but I it, I've watched a few episodes and gone, I have to follow these people up. Yeah. This is going to be real fun. <laughs> this is going to be really good. Well. It to me, it's all about the palette. So now, you know, mm. it, it's time to like get outside the artistville for a moment, get outside of yes. songwriting, and become Please. become one with with the Be- whiskey. Become, uh, you have spoken no greater <laughs> words. So, that. when you are assessing, uh, mm. really all spirits, but especially American whiskey styles which have to go into a new charred oak barrel. Uh, American whiskey has several categories, and the thing that separates them is the is the new charred oak barrel. Other mm-hmm. countries do not require their whiskey to go into new charred oak. In fact, they usually yeah. buy former bourbon barrels. Now, you're yeah. actually going to be sipping on uh, Michter's rye here in a second, and the mm-hmm. law the laws for, for rye whiskey in the United States require a new charred oak barrel. You can have rye whiskey from other parts of the world, and it doesn't have to be in a new charred oak barrel. So it's unique to the United States. Rye is not a protected uh, type of whiskey like bourbon is. Mm, yeah. But, but so, like, the first step is to analyze the color. Because when it went into the barrel, it was as clear as the water from your tap. Oh, and, yeah. And every single day it's in that wood. It's working in and out, collecting all that wood sugar and getting mm. all that color. And so, yeah. to me, it's like it's like assessing art or an album cover. You know, it can kind of give you a little feel for the experience to come. Yeah. And you've got my favorite glass here, the Glen Karen. Yeah, absolutely. Bring, bring it to your nose. Smell with your mouth open mm-hmm. slightly. You're relaxing your olfactory there, and then go back and forth. Your nostrils... Your nostrils will each work differently, you know. Yeah. 
the right nostril could be, you know, it could be clogged up. Maybe you got punched in the face yeah. when you were 12 years old and it's still messed <laughs> up, you know. So your nostrils uh, will 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 hone mm. in on what that nostril can pick up. So yeah. the right side for me is like sweet. Left side is like spice and uh, fragrancy yeah. kind of stuff. It definitely has a lot of fragrance to it. That's for sure. Yeah, I'm gonna. And then, so as you kind of like uh, go through like the aromatic process, you know, you mm-hmm. get an idea in your head of like what this thing is gonna taste like. Um, yeah. But the key to tasting is focusing on your tongue, focusing on mm-hmm. what part of the tongue is it, it's hitting. You ever seen that diagram that shows you like where your taste buds are and what you know? What yeah, you yeah, taste? yeah. It's it's very similar to spirits. Spirits are they're so heavy in alcohol that it's it's hard to be that finite uh, as they yeah. are with like food. But mm-hmm. the basic principle is you will taste like the sweet stuff on the tip of your tongue. So that could be yeah. like a fruit sweet. It could be like a confectionery sweet. You'll taste the savory notes like a cornbread or some type of bread in the middle. Um, mm. bitterness in the middle toward the back and then spice toward the back and also bitterness yeah. on the side. So on your first tasting, Matt, what I want you to do is just put it on your tongue, get mm. it surface all the way around and you can like smack your lips, kind of push it around a little bit, or you can roll it around your tongue or, or mm. push it on the roof of your mouth, but you just want to yeah. feel it all over your tongue. And then, you know, let's focus on what part of the tongue is it is it hitting for you? Is it hitting hard? Yeah. Yep. Here we go. Hmm. You get a nice bite right up front, right at the tip. Mm-hmm. And you feel a little bit of the spice on the back end. And I'm not usually a rye drinker, so that's why when I saw this bottle, I said, oh, this is going to be interesting. Not as it hits a lot of that, like, right on the tip of the tongue for me. And then somewhere, like, halfway back my tongue. Okay. Now, Mm. now that you focused on, like, what part of the tongue is it hitting, Yeah. now let's go back in and taste. and. Let's uh, let's really think about the, that part of the tongue, and then mm. if it's if it's back, you know it's spice. So think about your life in spice. Uh, mm. What are the pepper notes of your life? You know, what's is there a memory there? Uh, think of like uh, baking spices, like cinnamon, cardamom. Is there anything there that's like really popular? Yeah. You know, the thing is, is like we're all connected to to our tongue by memories. Like I I can remember. Like it's yesterday, eating the cornbread out of my grandpa's uh, oven. Yeah, I can remember my mama's apple pie. I can remember, mm. um, you know, the Tabasco sauce out of the MRE kits when I was in the army. Things like that. Yeah. You know, you just you just have muscle memory on your tongue connected to your brain, and yeah. that is, that is how people are able to translate tasting notes after they taste it. So, mm. focus on the part of the tongue it's hitting. Yeah. Let's go.
It's definitely got a lot of the spice you're talking about. I think that where it hits for me is somewhere in the middle mm. of the tongue where by smell, like first first reaction to its smell, this is terrible, but I was in Home Depot earlier. And like a lot of that lumber smell, I got directly up my nose from here. Mm-hmm. And usually if I'm smelling like a bourbon or something like that, whether it, I'd get more of the caramel, I'd get more of the sweet, like candy scents. Mm-hmm. And with this, I got a lot more of that. Um, and I don't know how other to say it than like a, like a, a lumber spiciness to it. Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, look, that's a part. Wood is a part of the process, so yeah. absolutely. I, mean, yeah. I think I think you, that's a you great get a lot more out. of the. Um... Now mm. the the last part, and it's probably the most important aspect of tasting for me, is the finish. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, how long it's been on the tongue and how long it's still there. You know, that's the yeah. and what's the most prominent flavor. That is mm. that is to me is the uh, that's the quintessential um, impact. Yeah call out for me is the is the finish yeah because it doesn't sit as you know as prominent but you can really focus on i guess yeah at least from what i'm feeling i can focus on where it's sitting a little more after mm-hmm. it goes back even after i get a um, and you have you also have taste, you have taste buds in your throat and in mm-hmm. your belly so you can even feel oh, yeah. uh, a, a little bit uh a little bit on the way down hmm All right, so that is that is your training exercise, Matt. Uh, you, yeah, you did quite That's, well. It's it's good to do it on a ride, just because I don't usually drink a ride. Okay, so that's that's kind of fun for me to uh, to try that out. And I actually didn't know with rides, and I've had a, a, some, but I didn't know that they were like bourbon in the sense where it had to be a new charred oak barrel. Yep, American uh, American rides. American, uh, yeah. yeah. And, you know, rye can be a little bit, a little bit unique in that, like if you don't see straight, if you don't mm-hmm. see straight rye on a label, they can add yeah. flavoring to it, like up to. Okay. Uh, so, rye can be very deceiving. Hmm. It's, it doesn't have the same label standards and protections as uh, yeah. as bourbon. As like a as like a, a bourbon or you know any kind of bottle and bond. I yeah. I know from doing some, you know, tours that, um, at least with rye. It was more of a um, a Northern America, like in terms of Canada. And when yep. it was when that alcohol was coming down the line, it was too spicy for the Americans at the time. So they would add uh, like rock candy or something like that to loosen up the flavor. Yep. But uh, Canadians were more prone to having the spicier whiskey, and we were more prone to the corn sweeter side. Yeah, the Canadian versus uh, uh, U.S. styles because Canada yeah. is technically part of America. And, you know, there is a uh, – uh, I get corrected on that often when I'm in Canada. Like, well, in America, yeah. you're like, well, we are America. So, we are. Yeah, I don't, don't want to fuck with Canada. You guys are nice. So if you, I've, I've got some very good Canadian friends who will watch this and laugh that that was said. They'll be like, hey, man, got yeah. a question for you. And I'm going to be like, listen, guys, I, everything that was said, I would tell you to your face anyway. That's right. You know? That's right. I got detained. I got detained in Canada. When I, I when I was on a way to a show there, uh, they stopped me on the in the airport 
uh, and they detained me. Like I, I got, I was flagged because really? my military background, and I said I was there for a whiskey convention, which apparently is like some kind of dark cover for something weird. But um, yeah, it was it was awkward. Huh. I mean, it was. I, it was the, it's it was funny. The first time I went to Canada, I took the train. So I'm originally from New Jersey, mm. and I took the train from uh, New York Penn Station to Montreal. And it's funny taking the train. It's a 10-hour ride along the Adirondack line. Mm-hmm. So you go through these beautiful parts of up northeast America, and then you get to the border. And U.S. Border Patrol, they come on the train, and they're suited up, you know, ready to go. And they're very stern. And then you go, like, the next five minutes, and you get to Canadian Border Patrol. And it's, hey, guys, how you doing? How's everything? You guys coming in? Yeah, enjoy your time. <laughs> and I just I remember sitting there going, gosh, these are the nicest people. Yeah, you know, and then going back was the same thing. They're like, "Guys, thank you so much for visiting. This has been a great experience. I hope you had fun." You cross back over to the American Border Patrol, stone faced. I saw them throw people off the train. They're like, "Why are you here?" I'm like, "All right, I'm just going to keep my mouth shut, hand them papers, and get back home." Yeah, you know. Yeah, I, I mean, uh, I, I love Canada. Like Canadians are always so nice. Mm-hmm. Like, they always mm-hmm. hear that, but you know, and they're um, they're very they're very proud. They're good people, so they are. They have some some really really great friends up there, and some who were very excited that this was happening today. So it was really a treat. Right on. Well, uh, a little shout out mm. to some uh, some Canadian whiskeys. Uh, if anyone wants to go try them, Lot Forty is a really good Canadian whiskey to uh, to go get right now. Really good. Lot Forty. Lot Forty. Hmm. So let us begin in our blind tasting. We are going to go. You, you tasted something. We're going to go in a completely opposite direction here, Matt. You, okay. we, you're, we're moving away from rye. We are tasting a bourbon. We're tasting a very rare. Eh, it's not very very rare, but it's a limited edition series. It's the same okay. brand, three different expressions. And uh, okay. And I. I, I like to share with friends, and I killed, I killed uh, two, uh, uh, I, I killed bottles for this. So we we had uh, wow, thank we had, you. We had three bottle kills on some really really good whiskey. So which one am I? Which one am I going for first? Let's go. Go ahead and pour. Do you have? Uh, you just have one glass. One glass. There? I do. Yeah. So just. So pour. I just I poured some I poured some water and washed it out. Okay, good. So let's go ahead and start with glass A. Love it. Now remember your training. Mm-hmm. Oh, I got to get this one open. There you go. It was fun looking at them and kind of dissecting the colors of all because you really do see yeah. a, good, a good bit of color change. Now, I have to commend you for, for not drinking these prior to the interview. Cause... You know what? That was real tough. And uh, I just kind of like locked them in a room. I didn't touch them because <laughs> I was really going to, I was like, don't, don't taste it. Don't just be surprised. You know? Cause I'll tell you, not everybody that does not that. Fun. Yeah. yeah well, they're like, well, man, a tasted really good. You're like, no, that's not the point, man. You're supposed <laughs> to try this later. I had a, I had mm. a band called uh, Houndmouth. They've been on twice now. Um, okay. And I love them. Uh, they're like, they're kind of, they're like my morning jacket, my band of horses, real vocally, yeah, 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 kind of style. And they um, they were like, "Oh, I didn't know we were weren't supposed to drink these." I'm like, 
I like I, I you drank them all. Like yeah, well we got a little bit left of this, and, and it turned oh, into this like, no. and like we've become friends, <laughs> and it's like turned into a running joke. So, <laughs> so it's like hey, if I you know if we have anything for the show, just yeah, <laughs> lock it in a vault, and I'll tell you what day to let loose. I almost left it here. I'm at uh, my label's office, and I was like, I probably should just leave the box because if it's in my house, mm. I'll be heavily tempted. Yeah. And actually, yeah. when I was looking at these two, I'm going, well, you know, that's you smart. won't notice. Well, I you mean, won't notice you, they're open. You know, you know in advance, like you what you what you're able to do. So I mean, oh, knowing, yeah. knowing thyself is a big part of the journey. Yeah. All right. So glass A. Let's give it the old nose treatment. I get a little more caramel out of this nose wise. Uh, caramel is definitely strong in this one. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, some, there's some dried apricot. Yeah, for me, and then some like roasted almonds. Mm, I can see that. It definitely has a nutty nutty note to it with the with the caramel for sure. Yeah. All right, let us taste and see what what part of the tongue it's hitting. Mm. Oh my god, that's good. Oh uh, yeah, that's delicious. <laughs> what part Ooh, of the tongue is smoke. it hitting? Whoa, a lot so... of smoke, a lot of smoke up front, mm. but real delicious. And the and the, and the proof is definitely high, er than this, because I felt I felt that one swing down. Ooh, that's tasty. This is this that is like a, this is like eating a Snickers bar for me. It's just yeah. I'm like yeah. really really loving this. Wow, I got a lot of excess on my cheek. Okay, uh, like dripping down the jawline of, a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yep, and then I got a lot on the front and right in the center, like right dead in the middle. So a lot of that, a lot of that tip, a lot of the, a lot of those mm-hmm. little sweet areas. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And then the middle, I, I'd like you to, like, when you go back in and taste, mm-hmm. see if you can taste, like, fried pie crust. So, so go, huh. And focus on the middle and see if you can think of, like, a fried pie crust there. And on the tip, think about, like, the different types of sweets that you have as we go back yeah. into round two of the taste. Man. I could see the pie crust thing. My grandmother, not that she was a, a big baker, but we'd have certain things during Christmas and, mm-hmm. and holidays. And I could taste a lot of that right in that center. The front is, the front's interesting. It's like those little caramel lozenges if they were a little spicier. Right. It's yummy. Yeah, it's real good. Well, I'm always, I feel like I'm always drawn to the very, I know there's ones that have a little more chocolate in them, things of those coffee mm-hmm. notes, but mm-hmm. stuff like this is usually where, you know, my heart sits. This is delicious. And did Well, you're not going to tell me what this is. Not yet. Not yet. Man, okay, good. Don't do it. This is I, delicious. I actually, I have uh I have the results right here. Mm-mm. 
Yeah. Mm-mm. Well, I mean, it's in an envelope, so I, I don't know. Oh, te- okay. I technically don't know what we're tasting. I know what brand. Oh, okay. But I don't know. Which so, was, did you which say which. A was also a Mictors? No, I'll go. I'll go ahead and reveal what. Well, I'll, no, I'll ta- don't. Don't, yeah, don't. I won't. Yeah. I won't do it. I won't do it. I'd, you, rather, you, I'd rather know later. You want to be surprised? I like that. I do. I do. I'm always a. You know, when I was a kid, I was the one who tried to search for the Christmas gifts. Yeah. And now I just don't care. You know, I just, I'm ha- I'm happy there's a tree, you know. We get we get wiser in our old age, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, th- things don't heal like they used to, and we get smarter sometimes. They definitely do not. <laughs> they definitely do not heal like they used to. No, I mean, no. And like a, like if you happen to indulge too much, you know, there is such yeah. thing as a three-day hangover. You know, that is, that is real. Yeah, it uh, it's always fun. A lot of my friends who are, it, I, you know, I live in Nashville, and, and a lot of my peers who I work with a lot, and a lot of guys in my band, guys and girls in my band, uh, they're all a couple of years younger, and uh, and when when they tell me they have hangovers, and I said, just wait. Not that I'm many years older than them, but uh, I go, there's like this weird switch that when I I'm. 33 i'll be 34 when i hit 30 i was like cool now it's a two day and if i really go heavy the three day shows up and i just start canceling things i'm like no i'm gonna sit in the house the dog looks at me funny he's like well, oh, you're not doing well you know as as a as a professional uh yeah. <laughs> i mean i can give you a list of things that will help you in that scenario um coconut water's really good Pedialyte yeah. is a lot of yeah. people use Pedialyte. That's that's Been really it can be good for you. The, the liquid kind, IVs. Yeah, I mean that's that's the high level. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, like always having those like uh, like run anything runner centric is going to be good, mm. uh, good for you. But in terms of the health of your liver, uh, milk thistle, milk thistle is yeah. an herb that will help kind of like process you know, help your liver enzymes, but. Hmm. Um, you know, but really the most, the, the best thing is actually coffee. Uh, coffee is like really good for the liver. Uh, uh you have, you have won me over and maybe that's why I'm able to handle it so well. Is yeah. I mean, coffee the, the is four, like really the four good. cups I have a day. You that's know? it. Green tea yeah, is I mean, not good for it. I'm not, a, I can't, some people tried to get me to drink tea and I said, this feels like a waste of my time. It's like there's this whole movement of like trying to influence people to become vegans yeah. and drinking green tea. <laughs> They've you obviously know? never met Sam Elliott before, you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. By the way, Sam Elliott, uh the 291 bottle there. Mm-hmm. Uh he's uh he's really good friends with the owners and like really? the, the the owner was uh was a fashion photographer for a long time and they just stayed in touch, huh. but he's like a big 291 fan. I think I was so curious about this bottle because I'd never, I'd never, I've seen it on your show, but I'd never had it. The proof always intrigued me because it's a high proof. Um, yeah, we we don't start there. I mean, that all no, 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 no. This is your a palate. Yeah, this is a, a that's a that's a see you later kind of bottle. That's um, you know? that's a prepare for the coffee in the morning kind of bottle. Mm-hmm. But no, it's actually it's actually yeah. good whiskey, uh, and it's, yeah. it's 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 good in the sense that. You know, you don't always feel the proof. So, yeah, 
As it looks like and you're ready for a glass B now. Yeah. I always feel that with high proof bourbons too, is that it, like a uh like a stag junior or something like that where you're getting into right. that like hundred and thirty five proof. It's like mm-hmm. it just mm-hmm. kind of kills the fun for me where I go, I feel like my teeth are falling out, you know? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Me and a me and, me and a friend had that experience and He'll laugh when he watches this because he knows the story about it. But it's just we found a bottle of Stag Junior. I think it was in Jackson, Mississippi. Okay. And uh, and um, uh, there was a slight bet that he wouldn't have three shots of it really quick. And as soon as he finished those three, I just asked him for his keys, and I just said, "Okay, hand them over," because we had to go out. And uh, maybe about halfway down the elevator ride, he looked at me and he was like. I shouldn't have done that, you know. It was, but it was a good bottle. It's just every every sip just felt like my teeth were falling out. Wow. Yeah. Oh, these are on tight here too. All right, this is B. I'm going Correct. to glass B. Yep. I did get. I did get B. There we go. I've, I've been smelling it for a little bit, so. Yeah. I'm ahead. I'm, of, I'm ahead some. of you. Let me. Okay. Interesting. This one hits on the back of the tongue more. For me, anyway. Okay. Um, it feels very similar to this in terms of flavor. A little more bite. I can feel it in the chest more on the way down. And it doesn't go down the jawline more as it sits on the side of the tongue. Just in terms of where it's sitting for me, so you right get, now. getting a little bitterness in that, then. Yeah. Do you like pecans? I do. Do you have you ever, you ever had like a pecan shell, and you can taste mm-hmm. like and you like feel the bitterness in that? Yeah. It's a little bit of that kind of bitterness there for me. Yeah. Now I'll ask as I have my second mm-hmm. sip. Is there any truth to the whole chewing thing? It is a it is a uh, personal preference. Um, okay, I, I'm not the biggest fan of mm-hmm. of, of pushing chew. chewing because I yeah. feel I feel ridiculous doing it. You know. <laughs> <laughs> it does. It looks stupid. I hate to say it, but I remember the first time someone told me to do it. I said, "But why?" Yeah, I, I don't. Mean, there's no. There's no reason for me to do that. I, I I'm like, you know what's also effective? Just like moving your tongue around. You know. Yeah. I mean, that's that's very effective. <laughs> I mean, I don't. I don't need to go. I mean, every time yeah. I do it, even doing it now, doing this for 16 years, I, I feel like an idiot doing that. Um, but it's, but there are people who are effective at it and you, and you watch Mm -hmm. them and you're like, Oh, we wish I could do that. But I don't Mm -hmm. know. Maybe it's because I have a really pronounced overbite or something. I don't know. But I, 
it's it's, it's never it's <laughs> never worked for me. But oh. <laughs> I it, just it, I, it, I, I that was something I had been wanting to ask since I knew that we were doing this. I was like, I'm gonna ask him about the chewing thing. Yeah, because I if don't any validity to it. I mean, there is there is the whole purpose yeah. is is to move it around your tongue. Yeah, and there's yeah. there's a lot of ways to do that, and you know. I mean, I've seen people like rock their heads back and forth. And I mean, at the end of the day, man, this is this is bourbon. This is whiskey. Yeah. And I, I was in uh, I was in wine for a long time, and they okay. would like they would gargle the wine. Uh, that's strange um, to me. You know, and there's just there's just a lot of things that people do to try to get it around their get it around their tongue, and there's really no wrong way to do it. It's, I think it's a personal yeah. preference. This as long as you can make sure that you can cover the tip to the back and the sides of your tongue, yeah. you're good. Mm. So having a glass of water or a sip, I feel a lot of that bitterness you were talking about towards the back, mm-hmm. where it's like as it sits, you can really feel. And it's good. It's it's. I, I don't want to use the word smooth, but I'll say that it's got. It sits nicer later. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense, I feel like yeah, it's, it's, I'm not trying finished. to sound overly smart about something I shouldn't sound overly smart about, you know. Um, but I get the nutty flavor mm-hmm. a ton as it sits for a while, and I can I can taste that little bit of bitterness right in the back. And uh, yeah, I think the initial bite of it masks a little bit what I get later. But it's really good. Hmm. Yeah. I'll still say A is my favorite, if I have to choose a favorite thus far. So we have... Uh, Matt has I'm put not... in the leader of this clubhouse as we go to yeah, class the leader, C. Leader, leader of the pack is A for me. Um... Love it. Mm. All right. So we're going to C. C is the lightest, I think, of the three, right, in terms of color. You know, it's funny. Like, I didn't I didn't even do a comparative analysis. Yeah. My light's not well, very good in the office. I've got, I've got these, like, studio lights <laughs> at me. Then I got these overheads. And I'm like, yeah. I I've got a ring money light right on, here. I spent all this money on lighting, and I hate all of it. You know, (laughs) well, I felt bad for a minute because I'm sitting in front of a window that it's kind of if it's the same and well, it's probably not the same in Louisville right now, but it's a little dreary here in Nashville today. So Mm, we put a ring light up, but then all of a sudden, like the sun just kind of hit and I got washed out. Um, But it was good for kind of analyzing what I'm looking at. Yeah, I've got uh, I got the same problem with mine and it hits exactly at this time. And yeah. the the uh, the over the forecast or overshad whatever the fuck you call those clouds, they're uh, <laughs> they're they're blocking the the overcast, right? Yeah, right? yeah. They're yeah. block they're blocking the I sun. Think. So yeah, uh, what do we call it? diffusing? Uh, That's right. It's diffusing I, the light. It's diffusing the light. It's softening yes, be- it for us as well. <laughs> I've become a professional. Uh, whatever the hell, I don't know, you know. Are you are you learning to influence Matt? 
you influencing? Are you influencing? I'm a, I, I looked like I was for a second. I was posing for a photo of it. <laughs> I, do, I don't understand the influence thing, like the influencer. Because mm-hmm. uh, I start to go, what are you actually good at? Mm-hmm. You know, uh, other than like, you know, there's the audience, of course. And then there's something that's obviously cool about it. But, you know, well, you start to look at the. It's crazy because like if it's not it's not based on attractiveness all the time. Because, like, you'll see someone who's just like, this person's amazingly beautiful, and they have Mm -hmm. all the right shots and everything, and then they, they don't, they don't break as a, as an influencer. And then you just see someone who takes pictures of burritos while they're eating them, (laughs) and then suddenly they're a fucking expert on eating burritos, and everyone in the world follows them. And by the way, I want to follow that person. Uh, I mean, I would follow somebody on burritos. Uh, pretty pretty quickly. I mean, um, I follow a guy who just posts pictures of cheeseburgers, and he's ooh, a bur- he's a bourbon yeah. head, and he has like more than a quarter of a million followers. And it's, it's it's sometimes the allure of a good picture of a burger is all I need. You know, I mean, it saves everything. By the way, that's a, uh, that's the best hangover meal right there. Yeah, big old fat, juicy, greasy cheeseburger. So, have you spent any time in New Jersey? Oh yeah, yeah. All right. Have you ever had a Taylor ham, egg, and cheese? I don't. Um, I don't know. So it's, I've always, I'm it's, always in Newark. I don't think I've ever sought that you out. Would, you would get it in Newark. It's a. It's very indicative of New Jersey. It's like a very specific one thing we're very proud of is our ability to drink and our ability to cure a hangover, and we all do it with the same tools, right? Um, you know, it's hard liquor where you start, and then the next morning, uh, we'll all get up and get a, a large coffee, usually black, and then a Taylor ham, egg, and cheese on a bagel. So Taylor ham is this like thick cut, and I, I really uh, hope that there's some endorsement for pork roll in some near future of mine. Uh, it's <laughs> and it's funny they sell it in Kroger, which is fun. So you could still get it down here. Um, there's a big debate on what it's called based on where you live in the state. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's either Taylor Ham or Pork Roll. This is a very stupid thing to worry about. But um, it's this spiced ham, almost like a Spam, but it's not. And then you fry it, and then you put it on an egg sandwich. So you do egg. Uh, when I would order it, I'll do uh, Taylor Ham, egg and cheese, salt, pepper, ketchup on an everything bagel. I mean, that just sounds like the healthiest it's- thing in the world. Oh, Sounds it's so awesome. good. When I go when I go visit family and friends and I've had three in a week and I go, wow, I feel like absolute dog shit. This so, is exactly why. So I it's feel not, like it's you, not the drinking. You've been removed long enough from Jersey. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, you know, the Jersey's not coming out of you. But when you no. go back or you're around other people from Jersey, does mm-hmm. this start coming back? Like, you know. Yeah. It's uh, so someone had asked me this the other day and they were like, well, you don't sound like you're from New Jersey. And I said, no, I said, I, I kind of lost that thing a long time ago. I said, but if you, if I've had a night out and I've been drinking and someone genuinely pisses me off, it's there. It's without a question. It's more the attitude that starts mm-hmm. the, the accent follows. And then you just get all of it. 
And then it's, it's either, it's either those two moments or if I'm home with friends and I, you know, I'm in that environment or if I've been on the phone with, again, my mother for 20 minutes, you know, it's Mm. the, it just kind of shows back up and then I hang up the phone and it's back into what I usually do. Did Um, you see the South Park episode about Jersey, about the Jersey Shore? (laughs) <laughs> no, I, I will say this. One of my guilty pleasures, and I hate that I'm going to admit this on some on a podcast, on a, a, some sort of public <laughs> idea. My biggest guilty pleasure is every Friday, I watch Jersey Shore Family Reunion. I sit oh with coffee. <laughs> oh, yeah. No. And I'll tell you why. <laughs> I'll tell you why. <laughs> I did not see that coming. <laughs> oh, yeah. The biggest reason why, and I want, I hope they know this, for the people who don't live there and the people who grew up when that show came out, I mean, they were all probably in their early 20s. I was maybe around 18, 17, 18, whenever it came out. And uh, I mean, they're all basic. We're all kind of the same age. So it's like watching me and my friends on a TV show now that we're in our 30s going like, oh, this is us. Just older like i would go home there's still some form of like bullshit drama between people and i sit there and i'm like oh tell me more you know uh, but when i watch the show it's like watching me and my friends be home so it's it's this odd guilty pleasure i have of every friday morning i get a notification that says amazon prime has a new episode of jersey shore family reunion and i sit and me and the dog watch it every friday I mean that that uh, that sh- that series was uh, was great for uh, the suntan business in like you know and for the in, gyms as well yeah, for the gyms yeah I mean <laughs> pa- partially for the laundry business as well <laughs> oh my god that was uh, just, that that we did yeah. my wife and I we did watch it because mm-hmm. it was just like it was like watching a car wreck I mean, or a train yeah. wreck I mean it oh, was yeah. just it was crazy. And it's yeah. and it's funny to think that like I spent years uh, I spent years down the shore as a kid, and then in my late teens I would go down there with friends and I would we'd have the friends who were like that and you'd see the people who live that lifestyle. But now to see us all kind of grown up and watch the show, it's always funny for me because I, I really do. I go, oh, this reminds me of said friend, or this reminds me of I'll laugh at things that aren't like wouldn't be funny to anybody else. But I, I'll sit and I'll watch a character and they'll say something ridiculous. And I'll just like, it, it just, it's this odd, comforting thing to watch Jersey Shore Family Reunion. Yeah. <laughs> doesn't give me a lot of, it doesn't give me a lot of cool points. No, I mean, it gives you real points. points, you know, I mean. Yeah, I'll yeah. admit it. I mean, yeah. I watch, I'll... I watch Mexican soap operas, so. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. There's, there's, uh, there's, there's, we all have our guilty pleasures. So yeah. on to on to glass C. So uh Yeah. I've been sniffing it for a little bit. Spicy on the nose. Just a little bit. Not a ton. Um And I'm probably dead wrong on all of this, but that's okay. There's no wrong answer here because you taste for yourself. That's that's the beauty yeah. of this, is like it, it it's so subjective. And I try to teach people this, but people don't always they just want to yeah. know what's good. I'm like what I think is good is not necessarily what is going to be good for you. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I ask people all the time to not just listen to what I'm saying, but try to explore for yourself, you know, mm-hmm. educate yourself. And yeah. And, and you're educating yourself right now. Mm. 
All right, this is C. Let's try it out. Oh, boy. Mm. Mm. Oh, that's a lot of caramel for me. It is all up wow. on Wow. Yeah, it's like so prominently up front. It's delicious. Mm. That's It can almost be a dessert drink. That's how good it is, you know? Oh, but it gets spicy towards the end. That's fun. That takes you on a nice little ride. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. You feel that down into your gut. The others I haven't felt all the way down. And I do appreciate that about certain bourbons when you get to that level of spiciness where you feel it kind of all the way down and it really settles your stomach a little bit. And you feel it. You know, it's a it's a good sit down and you let it kind of live right. in your world. So I'm re-pouring C and A uh, when it comes down mm-hmm. to like the, you know, mm-hmm. I think we're both eliminating B. Yeah, B was not. I'm going to take that. It was fine. It didn't do a lot for me. I'm 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 big on C. C might have won me over over A. To be honest with you. Well, don't uh, don't give up on A just yet. That's true. Ooh, That's true. I'm going back to A, man. <laughs> Dang. Oh wait, I gotta finish C first. Mm. Mm. C is just so predominantly like caramel vanilla flavored. Like what I what I picture of like a very mm-hmm. true mid Kentucky, like a, a you know. Frankfurt, whatever, you know, like when I think of when I think of like the Buffalo, not like the Buffalo Trace uh, family. Um, I even got I, I got fairly lucky and for, you know, as just as a general consumer, but me and me and my buddy Jared went once to Woodford and it was when they were doing the bottle and bond pints of Woodford. Oh. And it was a very limited run. They had. They had just put them out, and we were really lucky to get because they didn't. They never do anything above what is it like ninety two point four. Yeah, I always forget the proof that they do, but they did a, a, a limited run of bottle and bond Woodford Reserve, and we were there when they put it out. So it was really fun to kind of catch into that and, and try that out. Let me get this. He's, ladies right, and gentlemen, see. he's going back in for A. He's we're, analyzing. We're going for A. Looking at the collar, he's twisting the top. Yeah. Whoever gonna... tightened these tops, I'm very impressed with. Uh, yeah. Um, I don't know. You can say it just, was... I think they're just automatic. Done. All right, let's try. Right, he is, let's he go is... back to A. He's going in. His first smell, he lifts his yeah. head, tilt, tilts it back, puts it on his palate. The crowd is silent. Mm. All right. I'll say this. Spice and everything nice. Mm-hmm. That's A. Okay. C, C is like everything flavorful about like a great Sunday that I'd ever want. Like, you know, like, like a it, Sunday like, that you would like give an ice cream, cream? Sunday. Okay. Yeah, like an ice cream sundae. I feel like C is so powerful on its on its vanilla and caramel flavor right up front mm-hmm. that it's just it's such a pleasure and it travels really far. 
A ends for me somewhere in the chest, and it might just be what I've already had. But A has more of that pecan flavor to me. Um, okay. And C kind of just gives that really warm, you know, ice cream sundae. So, flavor. but I do like I do like a. These would be two that I would want to keep in my cabinet. So now what we come out now what we're going to go to is like preference. Are you wanting the ice cream sundae or are you wanting the pecan pie with a maybe a little bit of a jalapeno there? I'm I'm a C fan. I'm a C right. fan through and through. Yeah, I think uh, there is a place in my heart for a. And 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 okay. again. If I were going to buy, if I were going to go to the liquor store later and buy two bottles and say, you know, yeah, I, I want one that tastes like this and one that tastes like that for two different occasions, I would happily have both. So in this order, uh, one, mm. two, three, CBA and C, the C, C, uh, or CAB. CAB. Yeah. B C-A-B. is very, very last. B is, B is. All, all the way to the bottom. C-A-B, cab. All right. Mm-hmm. So, they were all, 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 all three were bottled in bond. The old, yeah. old, old Fitzgerald decanter series bottled in bond. Cool. Uh, we had the, we had the eight year, the 11 year, and the 14 year. Let's find huh. out what wow. was what. Hmm. All right, coming in at third place. <laughs> Glass B, mm-hmm. the eight-year-old. The eight-year-old oh. old Fitzgerald bottle of Bond came in third place. I'm going to taste that right now. Oh. What's going on there? And you're at the mm-hmm. point in the show that if you want to drink straight from the bottle, we would allow it. Sorry. Yeah. yeah I don't, oh, I poured it in the wrong cup almost. Here we go. Yeah, I think that's where we're gonna do. I'm just gonna cleanse up. Yeah, it's great. It's great whiskey, though. Yeah, um, it is. It's not. It's not that it's bad. It's just not as flavorful as the other two. Mm-hmm. And coming in at second, Glass A, Old mm-hmm. Fitzgerald Bottled and Bond, fourteen year old. Mm. So the fourteen year old. You know, coming in second mm. for you, that um, that was your pecan. We both kind of agree that's yeah. pecan there. So yeah. that, uh, that's – I think that trace is right about where I was when I first tasted that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then coming in first place, Glass C uh, made my top 100 last year. In uh, okay, uh, the eleven-year-old Fitzgerald bottle of bond. Man, eleven is just a good, a solid year. Some good damn whiskey right there. Yeah, I was gonna say that was. I feel like that one for both of us. It was kind of a note, like uh, you saw the reaction, or you heard, you heard the reaction, mm-hmm. just straight out the gate. It's so much flavor, and it, I mean, it's so interesting to see. Because you said B was the 14-year, or uh, A was the 14-year? 
The 14 year was A. And then B was the 8 year. B was the 8 year. Yep. You can you can see the maturity but as it starts going through the wood a little more, the spiciness that comes out. Mm-hmm. Uh but you feel that nice like middle of the road maturity of 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 C. It's real good. Well, I'm I'm sipping on uh if if I were to pick, I mean it, it was uh it was I had B dead last as well. Yeah. But I think I would have one and two flip flopped. Uh I think um uh, mm-hmm. I, I You think, choose you choose A as number one. I think A would have been my number one. Yeah. And and now that I know what they are, yeah. Uh, I, I think I picked I picked what is C over it in a different blind tasting. So mm. it just shows you like how close they are, you know, how competitive yeah. they are. So Yeah. I mean a definitely. As soon as you said pecan flavor, I said okay. I see that. And it may, I don't want to say it's a placebo effect, but I mean, you definitely once you once you kind of hear and you start searching yeah. for that flavor a little bit, you can find it. But man, and, that was... and by the way, the eight year old also made my top one hundred. Um, right on. Yeah. So, so like I said, I we emptied these bottles for you, man. We. I'm appreciative of it. I'm, I'm always telling people, like, don't collect whiskey. Share it with friends. And... You know what? I love that because I feel like I meet a lot of people who collect, and they have this great selection, and I go, but do you drink it and do you share it? Yeah. I mean, like, there's I... no point in having it. Absolutely not. If I go to a guy's house... And he's like, "Hey, let me show you your collection, my my collection." And they're all like, none of them are open. And yeah. what he has open is like Maker's Mark and and yeah. like Wild Turkey. Those are great. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, yeah. what What's the point of having some George T. Stag if uh, mm-hmm. if you're not going to drink it if with you're friends? Not share. Yeah, and yeah. I think that's the beautiful part about bourbon to me, as, as maybe as opposed to the wine world, is like wine. I think I feel like it's very personal. And you could still have it be a community, but I feel like bourbon has just become such a, especially spending so much time in Kentucky. And and, and I yeah. live basically halfway between downtown Nashville and the Kentucky border. And, you know, the the relationships that you make with people over a glass of bourbon are sometimes just so rock solid mm-hmm. that it's, it, 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 it changes a lot. And you really see the, you know, you you get the grade out of people from it. I've never had a time where I've been sharing bourbon with people and, and just been like, man, I shouldn't have done this. You know, especially good bourbon where I, when it's say it's a good bottle at E.H. Taylor or something like that. And I'm like, all right, you know, I'm not going to hide it. Yeah. Um, I want to share it with people. I want people to experience the things that I really get to enjoy. And, I, and that's why I'm so grateful that you emptied these bottles for me. Well, look, man, I, I, I listen to your music um, and – I I I got the request to have you on. I listened to your music and I said I got to book this guy. I you, wow, you know, yeah. there's just something special Thank there. You. And so like, you know, friendships are made on on that on that first moment, right? And mm-hmm. we're going to be we're going to be hanging out again this week. We're so, hanging out in 2 days, man. This is going to be great. We're going to hang out in 2 <laughs> days and like livers be damned. So, uh, and a lot of, and a lot of, uh, uh, fond bourbon drinkers will be there. So yes. I'm, I'm, I'm excited and I'm, I'm so grateful and thankful for you coming down to, to 
hang out with us and do that night. It's going to be a lot of fun. Bring your earplugs because it's going to be loud. Yeah, you know, you know what? It's going to be a lot I, of fun. I can't hear for shit anyway from uh, my time in the army. So uh, uh, that probably, makes sense. There you it, go. it works out. Like I, I got to have these headphones on just to hear something. But oh, man. look, man, I, I'm excited about your career and you taking the chance Thank on you. yourself as a as a um, as a singer versus just a songwriter. You know, not Thank that you. that's a bad thing, but like no. you know, you. You know, you were exploring your artistic ways of the last decade, and you're you're ju- you're believing in yourself. And there's nothing more powerful than when a person believes in themselves. And when you take that stage, mm. my friend, it's going to yeah. be lights out for the rest of the world. Well, I am I'm so excited for you to see the show on Wednesday and and come and hang and and I appreciate that. And I I really. I've enjoyed the conversation. I enjoy the the newfound friendship. And and again, it's 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 funny. This you know, I, a buddy called it the brown voodoo liquor, but it's the thing that brings a lot of people together, man. It, it really is the it's a uh, it's it's brought so much joy in my life to to be able to share and talk about bourbon and have a good community around it. And I've just been so honored to uh, you know be on the show. And hopefully, I, I stand up to the previous guests before <laughs> before yeah. me. You did great, man. You you did great. Oh, you did great, and you uh, you know, you 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 talked a little bit of a uh, Kentucky lingo, so that's always good. Wow, love it. Yeah, and Louisville's a great town. So you you have a great. Yeah, well, speaking of tacos, you got great taco scene there too. Yeah, uh, gosh, yeah. But El El Matador. I think yeah, uh, a restaurant Luch- there. Luchador. Luchador. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah tacos Luchador. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, I can put on thirty pounds there real quick. And even like even like yeah. our our bare bones hole in the wall Mexican restaurants, they yeah. they have they'll have like uh, lingua tacos on there, you know. Like so next to Luchador, there's a bar, and I want to say it's called like Bar Nineteen or like One Ninety Six or something like that. If you're looking at Luchador, this okay. is just side note. Directly well, we ha- to the we left, have, a... we have a couple Luchadors, and one of them closed oh, okay. down. The, uh, I think it's on Brands. It's on Bransford Ave. Uh, Bardstown, 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 Bardstown. Yep. There's a huh. luchador there, and directly to the side of it, ooh, uh, directly to the side of his bar, um, great tacos. Another great taco. Okay. So, something to think about. <laughs> Come to Louisville for uh, the bourbon. Stay for the tacos. Stay for the tacos. <laughs> you won't leave because of the tacos. Well, you hey know. Matt, tell everyone how to find you on social media. Uh, and when they, uh, where where to find your your record and everything? Uh, well, um, social media you can find me uh, on Instagram. Uh, it's Matt Cozio Music M A T T K O Z I O L uh, Music on Instagram, and that'll I mean that's really the calling card nowadays. So if you get me on there, it'll direct you kind of wherever you need to go. Um, we have work all day. Slow burn is out. Um, I think by the time this comes out, we will have House to Build a Home, and then the record will be out sometime in May. And, uh, you know, I'm looking forward to getting out and playing it for people. It's uh, Playing live is one thing that I really, really enjoy, and um, and especially with music that I'm, I'm so proud of and, and so um, connected to. I, it's just one of the things that I'm really looking forward to doing for folks. Awesome, man. 
Well, cheers to that. Cheers to you, my yeah. friend. Cheers, man. And, and Thank here's you for to, having uh, me. Here's to a great debut album. I can't wait to see uh, to see you. it climb the charts, my friend. Cheers. Thank you, man. Cheers, and I'm looking forward to seeing this uh, seeing you this week. By God. I hope you enjoyed that episode with Matt Koziel. I think he, like I said at the top, I think he is a uh, more than just a rising star. I think he's, uh, in addition, I think he's a great dude with uh, a lot to a lot to offer. But uh, if you wouldn't mind, uh, go ahead and share this episode to the country music people you know, because I think that people need to know who Matt is. Need to go listen to his music. Uh, big believer in this guy. Go check him out however you listen to your music. And if you would be so kind, give him a follow on all the social medias. And if you're not following me, hit me up too. Tag a friend. Let him know that this is a great podcast uh, to learn about country music, rap, rock, whatever. But you, more than anything, it's about pairing the genres of life uh, to good drink. And that's uh, whether it's a sports person or or a musician, or an actor. Uh, I'm all about uh, bringing good drink to the conversation, and I hope that uh, is appreciated out there. And if they would be, if you'd be so kind, give us a review, however you do your podcasting, and uh, let us know if you if there's an artist or a personality you'd like to see on the show. Hit me up at fredminnick.com. That's fredminnick.com. But that's going to do it for this week, folks. Be safe out there. Please take care of one another. Cheers. Watch Yellowstone for free on Pluto TV. All this weekend, Pluto TV is streaming a marathon of seasons one to three of Yellowstone, the show the rap calls a smash hit series. Pluto TV also has hundreds of channels and thousands of movies and TV shows like Mission Impossible 3, Gladiator, CSI, and more. Absolutely free. So download the free Pluto TV streaming app and watch Yellowstone seasons one to three free. 